All right, friends, I've heard you loud and clear. What happens when you want to make change in your home and you lack the inspiration? Where do you get it? What do you do? In today's episode, I have four ways even I go and source inspiration when I'm feeling a little stuck, like I have a little writer's block. Where do I go and why do I go there and what do I do when I am there? You might want to take some notes, sit back, relax, grab a cup of tea, enjoy today's show. How many times have you found yourself at your favorite home decor store, browsing aimlessly for an item to spruce up your space, just to bring it home and then not quite like it? Or find that your effort didn't pay off the way that you imagined? That rug you bought? Too big, too small, or too brown? And the curtains? We don't need to go there. Or maybe we do, in this new Tuesday quick tip series, Know Before You Go, brought to you by all the mistakes I've made before, (laughs) and thankfully have learned from. Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating Goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way and definitely made a few mistakes. But I am so excited that you're here learning how you can know before you go. So put down your credit card, grab a notebook and a pen, because you're definitely going to want to take notes. So you want to make some change and you are completely stuck. Your feet feel like they are stuck in cement. You feel like you look around. You might even go browse some of the, the aisles of your favorite home decor store and you just feel even more stuck, maybe even a little bit more confused, a little bit more frustrated at the amount of choice and the inability to move forward. I hear you. Even I get to that place sometimes. But the thing is, I want to create. As a creative, that is something that brings me joy. In fact, my husband and I were talking the other day, and the way that he finds rest is by resting. (laughs) Wouldn't you know? The way I find rest is by creating. The way that I get recharged is by creating. But every once in a while, I hit that proverbial writer's block or whatever that would be, creator's block, designer's block, whatever that version would be. I hit it and I feel like I've hit a brick wall. And sometimes I need to be pushed beyond in a way that gets me out of it. There are ways that I do that for myself. There are places that I go in order to move beyond the stuckness. And I'm encouraging you to come there with me too. Here's five ways that I get myself out of feeling that place of stuck. But one thing I want to encourage you is as I share these things, what I don't want you to do is hear this as permission to copy and paste. Because as you are creating a home that you love coming home to, and as you're creating a home that is a respite for your family, as you're creating a home that is lit with your personality, I want you to make sure that you are not infusing someone else's vision or style or personality or nuance into your space. It's your space. It's not their space. So use these ideas as sources of inspiration in order to get your mind thinking, in order to get your creative juices flowing, in order to get you taking that next step forward. But don't replicate. Don't copy and paste. And don't go out and buy the exact same thing. Because I guarantee you, there will be something lost in translation. It won't look entirely like you. It won't look entirely like it was 
your creation, your design, it won't look entirely authentic. And we want your home to be authentically you. All right, friends. And if you're wondering, what is she talking about authentically me? I am a broken record. And I believe that the key to great design is, well, is so many things, but one of them is really understanding what your unique design style is. It is easy enough to do if you become a student of design. And I teach you how to do that in Home Design 101. This is just a sneak peek, a snapshot. This is not what we do in Home Design 101, but this is something that will help practice that muscle so that when you do take Home Design 101, when it opens this spring, you're going to be ready because you've already had one little exercise to get you there. Kind of like doing the jumping jack before we run the marathon. Do you do jumping jacks before you run the marathon? No, I don't think so. Kind of like running around the block before you run the marathon. (laughs) That's better. All right, five ways I gather inspiration when I'm feeling a little stuck. The first, the most easy, the most accessible to me is looking through my home magazines. Sure, you have them probably, right? If not, go to the library. They have them there. If not, go buy a cup of coffee at Barnes & Noble, sit in the corner and look through some. But don't just look through. I want you to grab your notebook. What I don't want you to do is take pictures. I don't want you to take the pictures. What I want you to do is really get those glasses on that have you observing through the lens of you as a student. Find a picture that just really draws you in and ask yourself the questions. What is it about that picture that makes it feel like I want to stop and stare? What is it about that space that makes me feel like I could take myself out of this chair at Barnes & Noble and into that space? What is it about that picture that makes me want to take my coffee cup and go sit on that couch inside of that magazine? And don't answer because you want to escape reality. Sometimes we all want to do that. But what really is it about the space that makes you want to be in that room? I want you to think about the feeling words. I want you to think about the colors. I want you to think about the airiness in the space. How bright and airy is it? Or is it moody and enveloping? What are the things that you are noticing that pop out to you that you just wish you could go and feel? What textures look like they could reach out of the magazine and touch you? What is it that you think that you might smell if you were looking into this space? You can see I am getting all into this space. (laughs) We are using our senses as much as we possibly can looking at this 2D picture, but we're there. We are a student of design and we're taking it all in, in every way that we possibly can. We are not flipping through the pages quickly. We're taking a minute. We are lingering as if we were invited into the space and we're taking a peek and we're saying, what are the things that make me wish I could be in this space? What are they? And those are the things that as you start thinking about and redesigning and planning your room you're thinking about implementing into your own home. So what was it that drew you in? Was it the texture? Was it the way that the room looked bright and airy? Was it the way that they had a mix of patterns on the page? Was it a way that it looked playful or it looked relaxing? What was it about the pillows on the couch that made it look relaxing and cozy that you would want to curl up with a nice book there? Why would you want to curl up there and not on your own couch? answer those questions, take those notes, and then go to the next source of inspiration. Number two, go hang out in a showroom. My very favorite is heading to Ikea. (laughs) Because honestly, if I'm being really honest, I want to get those Swedish meatballs 
And I also want to get some Swedish fish. Yep, I am a fan. I'm a big fan. Plus plants. I, yep, I'm going to go stock up on some plants. So while I'm at it, I am going to take a very slow stroll through each and every little area that looks like an own apartment. I love doing that. It probably drives my kiddos crazy because they're wanting to get to the very end. They want the mac and cheese or the Swedish meatballs. Seriously, they do. But I want to linger. I can walk fast through the couches. I can walk fast through the, the pillows. I can walk fast through the kitchen things. But I want to take a low, long, leisurely, slow stroll through the places that make me feel like I am going into different people's apartments. I want to see. What is it that I'm liking? What are some of the things that are new and exciting ways to hang art or display crafts or, or to different patterns that are put together? Artwork that's displayed on the wall in a way that maybe I wouldn't have displayed it before. What are some of the ways that they utilize different things in order to make a TV console or colors that they put in their kitchen? Going through these little sections can be a fun way to ignite the senses. Maybe you don't take notes. Maybe you just jot down some of the ideas that you have along the way, like storage ideas or hanging art ideas or even lighting ideas. Maybe colors that you see, tiles that are used, whatever it is, but you're just opening up your mind to different ideas to allow them in, just to think about them. Now, do you have to go to the Ikea showroom? No. If you go to any furniture store, each little section is going to be its own teeny tiny showroom. Why do I like going to Ikea? Well, the meatballs, (laughs) the plants. I've already, I've already told you that, but I like going there because there's absolutely no pressure. I can sit in one of those little apartment things for quite a while without anyone coming to ask me if I need to buy anything or I want to buy anything, or if I know the measurements or if I need any help, or if here's my name because I'm going to ask for commission. No one bothers me there. I can sit and I can linger and I can just enjoy. I can take in the faux brick wall if I want to, or I can sit and stare at the artwork. There's no pressure. And then the meatballs at the end. (laughs) The third place I like to go is of course, Pinterest. And Pinterest, I use heavily, heavily in Home Design 101, but I teach you how to use it in control. I teach you how to enter into it with a lot of reins and restrictions and boundaries and limitations so that you're not using it as a rabbit hole. In fact, you're going to approach Pinterest almost like you would that magazine. Maybe, for example, you are taking a look and you're wanting to get unstuck in your living room. You're feeling like that ratty torn couch that you inherited from your aunt Millie 15 years ago is ready to retire, ready to go hang out probably in the depths of the dump and you're ready for something new. And as you're going for something new, you're ready to do the entire room. You're just ready for a new grown up look. A lot of us immediately go to Pinterest and search all the searches. We search, we pin, we are so proud of ourselves. We have all these great ideas and we think of it as inspiration and it can be inspiration. But what it often turns into is inspiration overload where we don't know how to sort left from right. We don't know how to filter through those images to really decide what it is we like. Because when it comes down to it, what we're seeing is 
we're looking at one image and thinking, I absolutely love that couch in that color, but I don't know why I love that couch in that color. And then we're looking at another one and thinking, but I really love that too. And that looks nothing like the one before. And you are no further along in your journey than you were when you started, except you have all these great sources of inspiration. And I am air quoting inspiration because they're not really. All that is, is your ability to take a, take a picture, take a snapshot and to capture that snapshot in a way that is maybe organized, but that's it. As a student of design, we take that one step further. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to, maybe if you're looking for the living room and you're wanting to re refresh your living room, you're going to use Pinterest as a search engine, which is what it is. And you're going to search living room. And maybe you know that you want white living room, or maybe you know that you want modern living room, or maybe you know whatever adjective you know that you probably want, you're going to search that in the Pinterest search bar. And then just browse a minute and see which image pops up just like you would in the magazine. And just like you would in the magazine, you're going to just allow yourself to become one with the room. And that sounds so cheesy, but you really are. You're going to allow yourself to wonder what it would be like to have that room in your home. You're going to wonder what it would be like to sit on that sofa or in that chair. You're going to wonder what it might feel like to have that blanket wrapped around you when you're watching your favorite TV show. Or wonder what it might feel like to have your friends over sitting in that room in your space. You're doing the same exercise as you did with a magazine. You're not copying and pasting. You are not. This is absolutely N-O. This is not permission for you to copy and paste and to say, I'm going to take the idea of this room and put it into my room. You've heard the cautionary tales on that, right? Do you remember? If you're new here, hi, let me tell you really quick. I have had so many clients who over the course of time have thought they've been, they've, they've wanted to refresh their space, just like you probably want to refresh your space. And they go to Pinterest with the best intentions and they think, I really love this. I think this is so pretty. Click, 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 click. Buy, 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 buy. And they buy the things that are in that room, in that picture. And they get it home and they replicate what it is. And what ends up happening sometimes, sometimes they nail it. But most often, if I could put a number on it, it would be 98%. I'm not kidding. 98% of the time, most people get it completely wrong. Most people look like they have a patchwork quilt of a home because what happens is they lose the cohesiveness because they don't know what is making their home cohesive in the first place. You walk into one room and you see one design and then you go into another and it's a completely different design. Maybe it was that fun, I really love this mosaic tile and modern farmhouse look. Awesome. That's in that room. But then I go in here and wow, I really love the bright, vibrant colors. And that's in this room. And it doesn't mesh. It doesn't flow. And there's still that incongruous look, that incontinuity, the lack of cohesion. It doesn't quite look right. Are these words that you say about your own home? I wish it looked put together. I wish it looked pulled together. I wish it looked cohesive. I wish I knew what I was doing. That's what I hear too. So don't copy and paste. Cautionary tale ended. <laughs> okay, the, the fourth thing that I do when I'm lacking inspiration is I will go to a home show. 
How fun are those? When you can go into multiple showrooms and not just inside, but outside too. And it is such a fun place for you to get new and fresh ideas. The environment generally is exciting and it's buzzing and it's full of people who are doing the exact same thing as you are. They're wanting to refresh. They're wanting to restore. They're wanting to renew. They're wanting some ideas and some vision. And so you can strike up a conversation with absolutely anyone in there over anything in there. Wow, look at that plant. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, yes, it is. I wonder what kind it is. You can literally talk about any of the things you see with anyone in there because you have similar interest. And that interest is gaining inspiration. You can't really do the same thing in Pinterest. You can't really do the same thing when you're looking at a picture in a magazine. Maybe you could if you were in an Ikea showroom or a furniture store showroom. Just start chatting next to the person next to you. (laughs) You could do that. I've been known to do something like that. But the environment itself is conducive to inspiration. It is oozing from every single plant, every single wood surface, every single concrete slab countertop, every single, every single. It is oozing. I encourage you in these places to take notes, to take pictures when you can, to ask a lot of questions, and to just enjoy. And the very last thing, number five, the fifth place I go for inspiration is my friends' homes. What are they doing that I love? Even if these friends wouldn't necessarily say they are good at design, these are the people you love. These are the people that you surround yourself with, you choose to be around. And I bet if you look in even one teeny tiny little corner, you can appreciate something that they've done that is different than something you have done. And again, this is not a copy and paste situation, but it is opening yourself up to an appreciation. And if they are at all design savvy, if they at all have design sensibilities that you admire, that you ask questions about, that you've looked as a source of inspiration in the past, pick their brain. Ask them what it was that made them choose those colors or what it was that made them put their furniture where it was or what it was that made them go to that store and why do they like going there? What it is that makes them change their furniture layout every time you come over or grab a new color or have a new blanket out, whatever it is, ask them questions. These are your people. These are the ones that you love and trust and you learn so much from. So why not home design? I guarantee you will make their day if you ask them a question and you say, I appreciate what I'm seeing here. Tell me more because I really want to learn. I really want to be inspired. And chances are they will give you and divulge the best secrets. All right, friends, if you are looking for inspiration for a room refresh, I hope these five ways inspired you to just take a fresh look, to open your mind to new ideas to go out and breathe that that inspirational air that is literally in the home and garden show <laughs> displays that is literally waiting for you at the end of the meatball aisle <laughs> at Ikea. And friends, if you are ready to get unstuck, if you're ready to make that leap and you're ready to say, you know what, I would love to talk to someone who can help me ask the right questions, that can help me see my space in a new way, to help me kind of lift the veil on my on my eyes 
to what I'm seeing in my own home because what I know I see is what I know I don't like and I know it can be better. I just don't know how it can be better. If that is you, I encourage you to come over to my website, figandfarmathome.com forward slash book a call. And I encourage you to book a call. It is a one hour conversation about your space, asking you questions, getting you on the right track to creating a space that is a reflection of you, to creating a space that is fresh with fresh ideas that you don't have to go to Pinterest, but we could. You don't have to go to the home garden show, but we could. You don't have to go to those places because you have someone literally holding your hand, answering those questions and guiding you along the way. It's a beginning step and it's really non-committal. I have four spaces left for the month of February. I was going to say March. It's not quite March yet. I have four spaces open for the month of February, and I would love for one of them to be yours. I would love it if we could have that conversation that got you started and got you unstuck. What is it you envision your room to be, and can I help you get there? All right, friends, until next time, I hope you learned something in this episode. I hope you are inspired and I will see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.